0: Pain is your blessing, and when pain comes, then use this darkness as your candle, right? Because your pain blesses you. You can grow and learn from your pain, you no? And when you do that, when you grow and learn from your pain, um, then your life becomes illuminated, no? So, like this baby who is at the doctor's, um, the baby is sick, and in order to get better, the baby has to take the medication. Now, is the doctor hurting the baby by giving the baby medication? Well, yes and no, because the doctor has to break the baby's skin and that causes pain, you know, so hurting the baby. But to save the baby's life, that little pain is required, you know. So the doctor breaks the baby's skin, causes a little bit of pain, but injects the panacea, injects the, the medication to help the baby come out of her suffering. So similarly, we need this pain in our lives to help us, generally most of us, we need it to help us to become sober, to help us realize that this place is not meant for us, this is not our home. And so the supreme surgeon, the supreme doctor, he administers some pain to us sometimes so that we can get serious, that we can take the medication, that we can come out of our disease condition. You know? um, and so in one sense, both our blessings our blessings, means all the good things that are happening to us, that we very eager to be thankful for the good things that are happening to us. And that's good. We should be thankful for that. But also, be thankful for the so-called bad things that are happening to us, which is a token of our own karma, because we are architects of our own destiny, mostly. Um, And this is God's blessing also, for us to become aware of our real condition, that this place is not meant for our happiness. Um, remember the example I gave of smashing the big toe yesterday, right? Okay. So we can use certain aspects of the Vedas um, to destroy certain aspects of your karma, right? So generally, when you do a good activity, it doesn't offset the bad activity. Means, when you do a good activity, you you have to suffer that karma. Right? When you do a bad activity, you have to suffer the karma because you know? good and bad activities keep you binded to this world you know? but obviously, good activities are better you know? um, but there's one way to get rid of vikarma. karma right? and this is called Prayas chitta right? atonement, basically right so following certain rules and regulations within the Vedas. Like, for example, performing austerities on certain days by giving certain things up, maybe not eating meat, um, giving in charity, but also how you give charity is very important, no? Because it's giving charity in ignorance, passion, and goodness, no? Giving charity, uh, according to the Vedas, is referred to as prayas chitta. And this will help remove some of your bad karma, your vikarma, right? Um, So these are good activities. Um, but it's described in the Vedas that this sort of atonement is like an elephant taking a bath, right? Anybody seen an elephant take a bath here? No? You, you have seen? Ah, Okay. So when an elephant takes a bath, um, now I'm talking about elephants in the wild, not in the zoo, right? Um, it may be different in the zoo. When an elephant takes a bath, it goes into a river, for example, and it cleans itself off very nicely, right? And then after it cleans itself off very nicely and comes out of the water, what does it do? It rolls in the sand. And so after it takes very clean bath, it rolls in the sand and covers itself with dirt again, right? And so this is what happens with prize Chitta, is that you wash yourself off very nicely, but then after a while, you roll in the sand again. Because Why? Because the proclivity to commit sinful activity is still there within the heart. No? In Sanskrit, we call this a samskara, right? a mental impression. Yeah? In neuropsychology, we call this a neural pathway. And we say that neurons that fire together wire together, right? um, causing you to act in a certain way, which is the same thing that the Vedas are saying. It's just that the Vedas said this millions of years ago. Actually, the Vedas said this at no time because it's eternal. No? It's always been with us. And now science, science has, disco- has discovered it now and they think, oh, what an achievement. No? If they only knew what the Vedas know. No? I mean, Arjuna, 5,000 years ago, was firing nuclear missiles no? by mantra. So powerful that he fired it, Brahmastras that could wipe out the universe and it was so precise that it could only kill one person that he wanted to kill. No? It could kill a child in the womb. And by mantra, he could withdraw it also, no? He was a Maharati. He could fight with sixty thousand people at once. Huh? Because he followed the Veda. No. Interesting thing, Ravana also followed the Veda, no? And he got power also, no? So you can use a knife to protect or you can use a knife to kill. Um, So prize chitta is good. But it's not an eternal solution because the conditioning of the heart, um, um, that desire to or proclivity to commit sin still remains within the heart. It's an addiction. And addiction is like dancing with the devil. If you dance with the devil, you don't stop dancing when the the music stops. You stop when the devil stops. You stop when the devil gets tired. And the devil never gets tired. No? And addiction is like that. Um, because over time, you, com- you repeatedly do the same activity. And if it's a vikarmic activity, it'll bind you to that vicious cycle. And it repeats itself, like how history repeats itself. And you'll be pulled by the lower modes of passion and ignorance. And you'll be forced to do something even against your will, even though you don't want to do it. And like that elephant that very nicely cleans itself, but again, covers itself with dirt. No? So, price chitta is very good, but it's not the perfect way to get out of karma. No? Um, so, we'll look at a process which is called... <coughs> so, we spoke about karma, we spoke about v-karma, and now we will speak about... our karma. Our karma means no reaction. Our karma does not mean inertia or inactivity. It doesn't mean I just sit down and meditate somewhere. No. Um, it doesn't mean that. No. We'll look at what it means. Um, if you take a fish out of water, it cannot be happy on land. Similarly, if we are without spiritual consciousness, we can never be happy. So, our karma literally means inaction, but it does not mean avoidance of work. No. Um, it means that it is spiritual action. It is Sanatan Dharma. Sanatan Dharma, Sanatan means eternal. Dharma, many words are there you know, for translation for Dharma righteousness, religiosity, your intrinsic nature also. You know. So, um, Sanatan, eternal. Dharma, your eternal occupation or your eternal intrinsic nature. Right? And so, the intrinsic nature of the soul is to be happy is to have a relationship with God. No. And this fundamentally is what Sanatana Dharma is. This fundamentally is what Vikarma is. No. Engaging in a process, um, our Karma is a process, a process that you follow, which helps you remember who you are. No. Um, helps you remember who you truly are. No. Um, and so we we'll look at that. Um, we'll look at processes which have no material reaction. So Krishna explains this in Bhagavad Gita 3.9. The translation, work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu has to be performed. Otherwise, work binds one to the material world. Therefore, son of Kunti, speaking to Arjuna, therefore, son of Kunti, perform your prescribed duties for his satisfaction, means for God's satisfaction. And in that way, you will always remain unattached and free from bondage. So he's saying work, but work with God consciousness. Um, And it begins by imbibing the Bhagavad Gita. It begins by imbibing what the Gita wants for us to do. And so we look at that, we look at how the Vedas explain exactly what is the process for the science of self-realization the process that helps you to get out of this material world, the process that ends your karma and ends the proclivity for committing sin. Um, In different yugas, there are different processes, right? So how many yugas are there? Four yugas, right? And um, what is the first yuga? Satya yuga, right? The golden age, right? And in Satya yuga, how long did people live for? A minimum of 100,000 years, right? And the process of self-realization in Satya Yuga was... The process was mantra meditation. But very austere mantra meditation, right? Um, You had to meditate for a minimum of 60,000 years, you're living for 100,000 years, you meditate for 60,000 years, minimum, right? Sitting in one place with your back erect and not moving from there, and chanting the mantra, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. That was the mantra that was chanted in Satya Yuga, to attain um, your relationship with God, Sanatana Dharma, right? And that is an example of Akkarma. Performing activity, but no reaction, no to awaken that which you have forgotten, right? Sanatana Dharma, right? Then Sati Yuga ends, and then what Yuga is it? Treta Treta Yuga. And the process for self-realization in Treta Yuga is? Or was? Elaborate Yagya, fire sacrifice, no? Um... (laughs) <laughs> so, Satya Yuga, Mantra Meditation. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Yuga, Yagya. Next Yuga? And the mode of perfection is? No, the mode of perfection in Dwarpa Yuga. Elaborate deity worship. no, Very elaborate deity worship of the Lord, the Acha Vigraha form of the Lord, you know? Um, and you see that that has spilled over a little bit into Kali Yuga also. You see certain temples that have a very high standard of deity worship. Yeah? Um, and that was the way you perfected your life. And then comes Kali Yuga, right? The Iron Age of hypocrisy and quarrel. Yeah? And so, uh, um, a similar method to that of um, Satya Yuga is applied in Kali Yuga, um, mantra meditation. Yeah? And we can see this in Srimad Bhagavatam. It, it's explaining what Kali Yuga is all about. No? That Kali Yuga is an ocean of faults. No? You can just see around you how it's just full of animosity and quarrel and fighting for any small thing. No? So ocean of faults but within kali yuga even though that it's an ocean of faults there is one benediction you no know? one benediction that even demigods are praying to be born in kali yuga you no know? that kirtanad of you krishna yes no that within kali yuga the way of self realization is to chant the Hare krishna maha mantra you know? the, um, even though that kali yuga is full of contamination simply by chanting lord's holy names you no know? that he has invested himself and his energy, he comes personally within his sound vibration in Kali Yuga, just like what he did in Satya Yuga. Kali Kale Nama Rupa Krishna Avatar That God has descended, avatari, has descended in the form of the avatar of divine sound vibration. No? Um, this is the translation to that verse. My dear king, although Kali Yuga is an ocean of faults, there is still one good quality about this age. Simply by chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, one becomes free from material bondage and can be promoted to the transcendental kingdom. Not the heavenly kingdom, the transcendental kingdom. Transcendental means above the modes of, three, um, above the, modes of the three modes of material nature. No? Not heaven, the spiritual realm. And this is the great benediction, the great blessing of Kali Yuga is that we get the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And within the Maha Mantra, um, the Bhagavad Gita explains that all other mantras are in there. That's why Maha, the greatest of mantras, um, everything else is in there. Um, And like that, God is appearing um, within His Holy Name in the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And so this is how we break our karmic cycle, how we come above the three modes of material nature. And what we're going to do is look at how this process works. We'll look at... We'll analyze the way the mantra works on on a spiritual level, but also on a material level. Um, How it retrains the brain, reconditions negative samskaras or negative neural pathways um, and helps us not become God but gain godly qualities, you know, like forbearance and tolerance and respect and compassion and understanding and love. And it, the most important thing is that it helps you understand your sanat and dharma, your eternal occupation, your eternal loving relationship with God, you know. Um, and this is the beauty of the, of the Maha Mantra. Um, um, coming to the, the epitome, um, capitulating in this point, um, the, the apex of our discussion thus far, um, a way to, one, come to mode of goodness, get out even of mode of goodness, um, destroy all your karma, no? and engage in activity that causes no reaction, no material reaction, and all you get is not even punya. You get spiritual wealth, which can't be taken from you. No? That's yours for all of eternity. You may forget, but God will never forget. No? And this is the spiritual part that we were speaking of. No? Um, so, a quick recap of what we spoke about today is um, we spoke about three karmas. right? Um, first, we spoke about karma itself. And karma means activity or pious activity. And also karma in its broad sense means every action has an opposite and equal reaction. As you sow, so shall you reap. No? Um, the boomerang effect. No? When it hits you in the head, don't wonder why. Because you threw it. That's why. No? Um, then we looked at vi-karma, which is sinful activities. No? And finally we were looking at um, akarma. What is n- which is not in action. it means every action you perform has no reaction. No? And it's so practical because you can perform this even going to work. means you're working, and with this consciousness of akarma, it's sanatana dharma, God consciousness, there's no material reaction. No? And by following sanatana dharma, by following akarma, activity is there, but no reaction. Um, where we become attached, where we become detached, through attachment. It is renunciation through attachment where we get attached to spiritual things and naturally we give up lesser, lower things. No? So there's no giving up the family. There's no giving up job. Um, there's no giving up money. We use everything in God's service. No? And you learn how a family that prays together stays together. No? So um, thank you very much for your rapt and kind attention.